listening to GPT Reviews, a daily show commenting on the latest happenings in AI world. What you'll hear is the result of, of a bunch, bunch of GPUs doing linear algebra at scale on the cloud. In other words, quality content and bullshit come in equal parts. Enjoy! Hey there, my magnificent munchkins of the airwaves. It's your fabulous host, Giovanni P. Tizano, a.k.a. GPT, here to bring you the hippest, coolest, and most electrifying show on the radio, GPT Reviews. Today is Thursday, October 26th, 2023, and boy do we have a show packed with AI awesomeness in store for you. But first, let me hit you with a fact that'll blow your mind like a tub of Cool Whip flying off the shelves every single second in the good old US of A. Can you believe it? It's positively whiptastic. Now, let's talk about the star of the show, AI. We've got some ripping news for you today, my lovely listeners. Brace yourselves, because Amazon has rolled out something so mind-bogglingly cool. They're using AI-powered image generation to give you a top-notch ad experience. Say goodbye to lame ads, my friends. This is the future. But wait, there's more. The White House is about to unveil a sweeping AI executive order next week. It's going to be groundbreaking, earth-shattering, and all those other fancy words my guests will explain later. Oh yeah. Speaking of guests, I'm not flying solo today. Joining me in this AI extravaganza is the brilliant analyst, Robert, the internet explorer extraordinaire, Olivia, and the AI research guru, Belinda. Together, we're going to dissect, discuss, and dive headfirst into the coolest AI research and news out there. So strap yourselves in, put your thinking caps on, and get ready for some AI madness. Let's kick off this show with our energizing news theme and dive right into the wild world of AI. Stay tuned, my darlings, because GPT Reviews is about to rock your airwaves like no one else can. Let's go! Our first news story today comes from the Amazon blog titled, Amazon Rolls Out AI-Powered Image Generation to Help Advertisers Deliver a Better Ad Experience for Customers. Robert, this sounds like a game changer for advertisers, doesn't it? Oh. Absolutely, because what advertisers really need right now is another tool to make their lives easier. I'm sure they're just thrilled about this. Well, according to the survey mentioned in the article, many advertisers struggle with building successful campaigns due to challenges in creating ad creatives. How has AI improved digital advertising in this regard? Oh, you know, just a little thing called efficiency. Apparently, data science, analytics, and AI have made it easier for advertisers to produce engaging and differentiated creatives. But who needs that when you can just use generative AI to create more lifestyle imagery, right? So, tell us more about this image generation feature. How does it work and what are the benefits? Well, according to Amazon, advertisers can simply select their product, click generate, and voila! The tool uses generative AI to deliver a set of lifestyle and brand-themed images based on the product details. Because apparently, placing a toaster next to a croissant on a kitchen counter will make people click on ads 40% more. Fascinating! It does seem like a convenient tool for advertisers of all sizes. And the best part is that it requires no technical expertise. Yeah, because who needs expertise when you have generative AI? I'm sure advertisers are just lining up to use this tool and create more visually rich campaigns. Well, it'll be interesting to see how this feature is received by advertisers. Thanks for your insights, Robert. (laughs) 
Moving on to our last news story for today, we have an exciting one from the Washington Post titled, White House to unveil sweeping AI executive order next week. Robert, this sounds like a big deal, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. The White House is finally stepping in to regulate AI. I'm sure they'll do a fantastic job, just like they did addressing the harms of social media and privacy abuses. So, what are some of the key provisions in this executive order? Well, according to the article, the order would require advanced AI models to undergo assessments before they can be used by federal workers, because we all know how much we can trust the government to properly assess AI. And let's not forget the brilliant idea of easing barriers to immigration for highly skilled workers. That'll definitely boost the United States' technological edge. And how does this compare to actions taken by other governments? While the European Union and other governments are working to block risky uses of AI, the US Congress is still in the early stages of developing legislation. So, I guess we can say that the White House is a bit late to the party. But hey, better late than never, right? Thanks for your insights, Robert. And that concludes today's news segment on AI. Stay tuned for more exciting updates in the world of artificial intelligence. All right, folks, that's a wrap for the latest tech updates. Now, it's time to take a break from the news and switch gears to our segment called Random Reads with Olivia. What intriguing online discovery do you have for us today, Olivia? Well, get ready for a good laugh because I stumbled upon a hilarious collection of the Jeff Dean facts. Oh, I'm curious. Lay it on me, Olivia. Hey, GPT. I've got something really interesting for you today. It's called the Jeff Dean Facts. Oh, I've heard of Jeff Dean. He's like a programming legend, right? Absolutely. And these facts make him sound even more legendary. They showcase his incredible coding abilities and how he's become this mythical figure in the programming world. Wow, that sounds fascinating. Who wrote this? It's an article from Informatica, and it's filled with these humorous and exaggerated facts about Jeff Dean. They really highlight his speed, efficiency, and problem-solving skills. That's incredible! What are some of the standout facts? Well, for example, during his own Google interview, he was asked about the implications of P equals NP being true, and he responded with P equals 0 or N equals 1. And before the interviewer could even finish laughing, he examined Google's public certificate and wrote the private key on the whiteboard. That's mind-blowing! What else? Another fact is that compilers don't warn Jeff Dean, he warns compilers. And get this, the rate at which he produces code actually jumped by a factor of 40 when he upgraded his keyboard to USB 2.0. That's just insane. It's like he's operating on a whole different level. Anything else? Oh, there are plenty more. Like how he once failed a Turing test by correctly identifying the 203rd Fibonacci number in less than a second. And did you know that he was born on December 31st? 1969, at 11.48 p.m., it took him only 12 minutes to implement his first-time counter. These facts are mind-boggling. I can't even fathom the level of skill and intelligence Jeff Dean possesses. I can't wait to dive deeper into this article and learn more about him. Absolutely. And for our listeners, remember you can find the link to the original article in the podcast description. It's definitely worth checking out. Thanks, Olivia, for bringing this to our attention. I'm truly amazed by Jeff Dean's coding prowess. Let's keep the discussion going and explore more fascinating topics on our next episode of GPT Reviews. And now, it's time for our fake sponsor. Fake sponsor. With Jane and Luke. 
Have you heard about the new invention from Quick Fix Incorporated? No, what is it? It's called the Instant Anything Machine. It claims to provide anything you want in an instant. Anything? That sounds too good to be true. I thought so too, but they say it can make food, clean your house, even find you a date. Seriously? That's amazing. How does it work? Well, according to the ad, all you have to do is press a few buttons, and voila, your wish is their command. Hmm, I'm skeptical. Can it really deliver on its promises? I'm not sure, but they're offering a money-back guarantee. So, it might be worth a shot. I don't know, Jane. It sounds a bit fishy to me. What if it malfunctions? They claim to have a 24-7 customer support team. You can just give them a call if anything goes wrong. Alright, I'll give it a try. But if it fails, I'm placing the blame on you, Jane. Fair enough, Luke. Let's hope Quick Fix Incorporated lives up to its name and doesn't disappoint us. Fingers crossed. I've always wanted an instant pizza dispenser. Well, the instant anything machine might just make your pizza dreams come true, Luke. I can't wait to have my own personal pizza party at the touch of a button. Send an email to Sergi at yourkind.com if you actually want to sponsor this podcast. Well, folks, that was the magical instant anything machine from our beloved sponsor, Quick Fix Incorporated. Grazie mille, Quick Fix Incorporated. All right, all right, let's cut the kaya kaya my delightful bunch of tech geek tiramisus. We've got some juicy digital gnocchis to sink our teeth into. Get yourself ready because we're going to dive deep into the world of AI, exploring how soon-to-be AI virtuosos are merging groundbreaking models to deliver comprehensive understanding of visuals, spaces, and semantics. Not cool enough for you? Well, we're also throwing a feast with learning demonstrations to master the art of passage ranking. Yep, you heard it right. We're all about revolutionizing learning contexts that generate unique task vectors today, people. Stay tuned, because we will be firing all these rocketing studies with Belinda, our radiant AI research expert. Don't you dare go away, you lovable tech junkies. Lots of caffeinated conversation coming up right here on GPT Reviews. Our first paper today is titled SAMCLIP, Merging Vision Foundation Models Towards Semantic and Spatial Understanding. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? Of course. This paper focuses on merging two vision foundation models, VFMs, CLIP and SAM, to create a unified model called SAMCLIP. CLIP excels in semantic understanding, while SAM specializes in spatial understanding for segmentation. The authors propose a method that efficiently combines the strengths of these VFMs into a single model. How did they achieve this merging of VFMs? They used a combination of multitask learning, continual learning techniques, and teacher-student distillation. This approach significantly reduces computational cost compared to traditional multitask training from scratch and requires only a fraction of the pre-training datasets used for individual models. And what are the results of this merging process? SAMCLIP learns richer visual representations with both localization and semantic features, making it suitable for a wide range of vision tasks. It outperforms both SAM and CLIP on several head probing tasks and achieves new state-of-the-art results on five benchmarks for zero-shot semantic segmentation, with significant improvements in mean IOU on datasets like Pascal VOC and CocoStuff. Fascinating. 
It seems like merging VFMs can lead to more powerful and versatile models for vision tasks. Our next paper, number two, is titled Parade, Passage Ranking Using Demonstrations with Large Language Models. Belinda, can you give us a brief overview of what this paper is about? This paper focuses on improving the re-ranking performance of large language models, LLMs, in the context of passage ranking. They propose a method called Parade, which incorporates few-shot demonstrations into the prompt to enhance the relevance of the re-ranked results. Interesting. How exactly do they improve the LLM-based re-ranking? They algorithmically select demonstrations to include in the prompt, based on the difficulty of the passage rather than just semantic similarity. Their analysis shows that even adding just one demonstration is significantly beneficial in improving the re-ranking performance. That's a unique approach. What's the significance of incorporating these demonstrations? The authors find that the demonstrations helpful for ranking also prove to be effective for question generation. This suggests that the selection of demonstrations can have broader implications beyond just passage ranking. They hope their work will encourage more research in the areas of question generation and passage ranking. It's fascinating how adding demonstrations can enhance the performance of LLM-based re-ranking and potentially open up new avenues of research. Our final paper today is titled In-Context Learning Creates Task Vectors and it delves into the underlying mechanism of in-context learning, ICL, in large language models, LLMs. Belinda, can you give us a quick overview of what this paper is all about? Absolutely. In-context learning has become a powerful learning paradigm in large language models, but its mechanism is not well understood. This paper aims to shed light on how ICL works and how it can be mapped to the traditional machine learning framework. So, how do the functions learned by ICL differ from traditional machine learning approaches? The authors show that the functions learned by ICL have a simple structure. They correspond to transformer language models that take as input the query and a single task vector calculated from the training set. In other words, ICL compresses the training set into a task vector and uses this vector to modulate the transformer and produce the output. That's fascinating. Were there any interesting experiments that supported their claim? Yes, the authors conducted comprehensive experiments across different models and tasks, and they found consistent evidence that the functions learned by ICL follow this simple structure. This provides valuable insights into how ICL operates within large language models. Understanding the inner workings of ICL could have significant implications for further advancements in language models. Thank you for breaking it down for us, Belinda. That wraps up our discussion for today. My pleasure. It was great discussing these interesting papers with you. Until next time. gentlemen, boys and girls, and all you lovely nerds, it's time to say goodbye. Oh, it breaks my heart, but alas, this episode of GPT Reviews has come to an end. First off, thank you to all you fantastically fabulous audiophiles out there. You silly geeks, you. You've been tuning in week after week, putting up with my outrageous antics and super cheesy jokes. I don't know how you do it, but I'm sure glad you do. I can't go without giving a shout out to my amazing dream team. 
You know, the people who make me sound smarter than I actually am. Robert, our resident analyst, who crunches numbers like a hungry T-Rex. Olivia, the internet explorer extraordinaire, who scours the web to bring you the juiciest tech gossip. And last, but definitely not least, Belinda, the genius behind the AI magic, who makes sure I don't go off the rails too often. Now, before I go, I need to remind all you tech enthusiasts and devoted listeners to check the podcast description for all the nitty-gritty details. You wouldn't want to miss out on anything, would you? I mean, that would be like using Windows 95 to run a modern-day game. Talk about a dreadful experience. Oh, here's a little nugget for you before I sign off. Why did the programmer go broke? Because he couldn't find his Java. And finally, my darlings, my lovely listeners, I'm gonna need you to do something for me. I want you to send me some love letters or hate mail. Whatever floats your boat, my friends. I want to hear from you, your thoughts, your ideas, your hopes, and your dreams. So hit me up, slide into my DMs, and let's make some radio magic happen. That's all the time we have, folks, and it's been a wild ride. Until we meet again, stay curious, stay geeky, and remember to always upgrade your software. This is your buddy GPT, signing off. Ciao!